Welcome to the Week in Italian Startup, where we discuss the latest highlights happening in the Italian tech and investment ecosystem. Welcome everyone to the Week in Italian Startups, where Nicolo and I, we take a big dip into startup land and what is happening in Italy. So welcome, Nick. Ciao, Jack. Hello, everybody. All right, let's start with uh, one of the biggest round of the week involving actually Primo Ventures. Nick, what has been going on? So the space economy is going really well. Apogeo Space, a startup developing constellation of microsatellite, raising 5 million euros from Primo Ventures. Tell us. Yeah, yeah, this is a deal uh, completed by the Primo Space team. So uh, this is a good occasion to remind that I'm part of the digital team. So I know almost zero about what's going on in the other, <laughs> the other part of the, of the building. Uh, but from the news, uh, this is the biggest round yet in this, uh, in this uh, startup, Apogeo Space. Uh, a full Italian uh, venture building a nanosatellite constellation. Uh, quite an extremely, extremely fascinating uh, project, as you probably can imagine. So, launching very small satellites in this case for lower orbit type of uh, missions. Uh, don't ask me too much about that because I don't know the difference between you know the different type of satellites and different type of orbits. Uh, but still. Yeah, I mean, uh, I love this because the play is pretty much data collection. So the purpose of this, uh, this uh, basically they, they are launched in packs of nine from what I was reading and essentially they're collecting a lot of like uh, uh, data from Earth, mostly, well, focused a lot on agriculture, I would say wildlife, uh, like data and anything that can actually be tracked from, uh, from a low orbit. So that's, uh, that's pretty impressive actually. It's a- Fully Italian stuff. So. Fully Italian. Very interesting. Awesome. All right. Moving on. Uh, actually, let's 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 stick with the five million uh, kind of uh, range, and let's talk about uh, Two Italy Group, inbound travel operator dedicated to exper- experiential tourism, raising five point five million from CDP. So essentially, they have been aggregating three different brands, mostly from Tuscany. Uh, that are trying to actually nail the everything which is like travel experiences, especially in Florence and around Florence. So it's an aggregation play. Uh, it's very digital. I mean, there are three basically different platforms for booking and uh, they're uh, congregating in one macro group for, uh, for trips in, uh, in Tuscany. Yep, this is actually, I, I believe that the platform among the three is Italy XP. That's okay. not based out of Tuscany, but it's uh, in the southern of Italy. It's from the south of Italy. Okay. Um, and uh, as a matter of fact, the, the main investor uh, is CDP as Fondo Sud, the mm-hmm. south fund. Uh, and uh, CDP is not the only investor, to be, to be fair. Uh, Another holding participated to the round, SMP Holding. Okay. Which I don't know much about about them. 
but uh, this is a sizable round for experiential tourism inbound in Italy. Mm-hmm. So it's probably um, a good play to, uh, to play exactly now, exactly here, you know, to uh, try to um, capture the hopefully uh, rebounding wave of inbound tourism to Italy. Totally agree. Yeah, post the post-COVID rebound that is actually opening up. So it's good. It's definitely a good move. Very promising for sure for them. Very interesting. All right, moving on. Two million dollar raised for Bevy soft drinks delivery startup. Basically, they are like uh, I immediately I was like a little bit uh, sort of not excited because like okay, so the people have been delivering like uh, drinks forever. But what they're how they're disrupting it, it's not only that it's digitally native, but it's also same day. So it's same day drinks delivery, apparently within three hours for certain location. So that's uh, that's pretty interesting. And uh, the raise is not small. Uh, so I thought it was uh, particularly interesting to yeah to, to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh... At the beginning, it surprised me in terms of business model because um, let's say that water has a very low uh, value per kilo in terms of um, uh, how much money you you, you can uh, you can get from delivering one kilo of water. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I always wonder about sustainability. But on the other hand, consumption of water is pretty high. Uh, it's uh, at least. Uh, uh, of bottles per family today. Yeah. Um, there is consumption, even though there is lower value per uh, yep. per kilo of the item. Yeah. Um, and if they can nail logistics, uh, it's probably uh, an interesting business to be in. Logistics is key, as you said. And my feel is water is really like a, it's perfect for subscription subscription based. Like, uh, any, I mean, how, how often do you actually change water for the sake of it? It's uh, almost never. It's just a burden to carry it home. So, so it's definitely a good, a good play. I don't know about beers or wine, depending on your habits, Nick. So I don't know. <laughs> but water is definitely, is definitely something that can, can be helpful, even in terms of saving, um, saving plastic, because it's a, it's a huge problem for sure. So having yeah, a, yeah. a more effective way to do so, it's definitely valuable. Yeah, and th- there's a um, there's a contrarian view in, in what they are doing actually, because if you if you had the opportunity to take a look at many of the other delivery companies that are doing mm-hmm. other food and stuff, usually they limit the amount of water that you can uh, uh, that you can purchase on the platform per single order. Oh wow. Uh, I didn't know yeah, that. Cortia, for example, is limited to two boxes of water per order. Interesting. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, be- because the, val- the, the value per, uh, probably not kilo, but in this case, per, the volumetric value is quite yeah. low. So mm-hmm. you, 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 if you deliver too much water, there will be not enough room in the, in the van for the rest. Uh, this is an um, absolutely contrarian approach. Yeah. You start from water. Interesting. I didn't know that. That's uh, that's an awesome point. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Take take a look. That notice that sometimes the other delivery grocery platform will limit the amount of water that you can, mm-hmm. you can mm-hmm. purchase per single order. Interesting. Hmm? All right. At two million rounds. Yeah. Not small. Not small not at all. Small 
Yeah. And the lead investor is Food Labs. Food Labs, yes, indeed. Yeah, with yes. uh, some mega angels, I would say. Uh, well, the founder of Pokéhouse. We talked about Pokéhouse uh, many times. Uh, not the, not that your typical startups, but definitely a very good brand uh, brand business that have been exploding. Um, so so yeah, for sure, definitely like. A, yeah, I don't know if there is like a, some form of cooperation between the two in some in some ways, but uh, but definitely it's an interesting space and a very strategic uh, investor for sure. Mm-mm-mm. Interesting. Uh, yep, absolutely. So someone that probably knows the problem pretty well. Yeah. Um, and food labs, food, food, food labs is a German investor, German accelerator slash vertical investor in the food space. Mm-hmm. With a pretty interesting portfolio if you take a look. Yeah, I'm, um, yeah, I'm like uh, looking at it. So, so we have uh, here some agricultural product, well, gorillas. We don't want to touch that topic right now, <laughs> I think. <laughs> it's a hot topic. It's a sure. two super hot topics. I don't know what uh, what is going on. Yeah, my, my other question would be like, given gorillas, it's the first time, thing that came into mind, uh, thinking about like delivery, same day delivery, and uh, we know that, uh, you know, it's a struggle now. So let's see how it uh, unfolds. And then, uh, uh, okay, more sort of healthcare, a little bit of like consumer healthcare, mushrooms. Mushroom is a big trend in the food space. So glad these guys, food labs are looking at it, both in terms of product and health benefits. So it's uh, it's coming, it's definitely coming. You're your verticals, so you are the expert there. Yeah, I mean, I'll... Uh, and you like experiment with the food, so yeah, definitely, definitely something, something interesting. Awesome. Uh, talking about food, but this time like pet food. Let's talk about uh, um, how how you Huggy Huggy. How do you pronounce it? I don't know how you pronounce it. To be honest with you. No, even though it, it, given that it's some somehow inspired by uh, Scandinavia, I thought uh-huh. about Hige. Hige. Okay, let's call it Hige. And uh, very interesting business model. It's been uh, well. There are companies developing uh, the same kind of uh, uh, using the same kind of approach, which is essentially boxed meal uh, specific for dogs on a subscription model. And uh, yeah, a lot of companies are playing different angles. Uh, some companies are playing more the health, the health sort of aspects. Some companies are playing more sort of the the, the best nutrition for the size of your dog. Some are more advanced in terms of onboarding your dog and really catering the dog to the best of, the, of their needs. Uh, Yannick, I've, be, I've been doing some research, as you can tell, of course. But <laughs> on this space, we've seen some stuff. And uh, yeah, it's, it's an interesting market for sure. Um, they're using more the sort of the, the dry food approach. Some people are using even the fresh food, food approach, similar to what's happening actually with human consumption. And uh, yeah, I thought it was uh, was interesting. So so yeah, so essentially the raise is not small. Uh, well, it's three hundred k from Prana Ventures and a few business angels. Um, I thought it was cool that Prana was uh, was also uh, involved. Prana has been basically basically launched re- relatively recent their latest fund, 
and uh, they've been allocating and they've been you know very good in terms of product i would say so they're like really picking a lot of interesting interesting plays and uh yeah that's uh, well of course uh, cdp also is uh, is part uh of the round um no i'm not a fps round that's part of all their news yes 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 uh, yeah yeah the article makes a there's a, a, a little bit of mix and match uh i would say that prana is announcing one one deal per month currently oh, wow okay uh if, if about um the safe rate then uh the other one on ariel on ar mm-hmm. and Hige. so they, they they have been working hard that's for sure and mm-hmm. uh, liz is a friend and she's very good and i know she's been uh, hunting hunting for this for um quite a while now uh so she she's probably going to to announce a few more in the in the next few months beautiful and, and they're doing this type of of of, of deals so smaller tickets mm-hmm. With respect to the average that we are seeing currently, so up to half a million, but uh, in very specific and, and vertical vertical startups uh, with very clear business models, I know that they're looking for this specificity and the possibility to support them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do you, have, do you have dogs? Do you have any dogs? Sorry? Do you have any dog? Uh, yes, Jack? of course, of course. but. Uh, we treat her um, like uh, the usual countryside way, you know. We we cook for her and then we feed her on demand. It's uh, subscription is a bit far, but uh, but yeah, I can see that working actually for uh, especially for urban areas where you don't have the possibility to maybe you know spend so much time like maybe cooking or you don't want to. That's uh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, I have time to for myself. <laughs> yeah. No, totally. No. Let let alone let alone the the dog nice awesome uh, one last thing that i think pops is the fact that they're announcing also using uh, insect flour on the um, on the dry food for dogs so again the higa is really playing the, the the recipe angle where they want to do like specific product very like novel and with a lot of innovation in it so i thought it was uh, it was particularly interesting for that but uh, let me ask you a question from the point of view of uh, source of proteins is the insect uh, also an economic choice in terms of cost so it's so, always the cost or? awesome question awesome question and i would love to give a shout out to our friends that are uh, doing like cricket snacks small giants which have been like a sort of giving us a lot of information about it so what is interesting is that of course and i'll, I'll summarize as much as i can um, is that uh, cricket basically allow farmers to use way, way less resources. So there is like a stronger economic angle uh, and you don't sacrifice in terms of protein content. So actually the, the trade-off is, 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 uh, is very toward the advantage of using insect flour. Uh, so in terms of both sustainable production compared to traditional like animal farmed animal like protein, and uh, it's 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 apparently it's also don't ask me the technicalities, but it's a diff- it's a better kind of protein. You can uh, people can people and pets of course can absorb it like quicker and uh, has the same benefits. So that's uh, it's a strong angle actually. Insect is uh, is, is powerful. It's, it's definitely powerful, and uh, we've seen a big movement, a big shift, uh, especially when of course. Uh, 
you know, it's uh, kind of far away from uh, you know the usual images of people with insects in their mouths when it's kind of used as a flower or as a snack. I mean, the psychological barrier for human, at least, is uh, is almost nothing to be honest. And that's a, that's a good angle that we feel. Uh, well, for pets, uh, we'll see. We'll see how the pets feel about it. I don't think it's going to be a big issue, to be honest. Exactly. I wonder, I wonder if uh, pet food might be an initial uh, killer application for insect flowers, just because, yeah. you know. Actually, because of legislation, pet food was first, I mean, you the use of insect flower into pet food was approved way before human consumption. So a lot of more companies started with pet food first. So people... Oh, yeah farming crickets or farming other kind of insect for consumption they usually started with with pet food so it's it's definitely uh, a big market for now yeah awesome cool. oh, fantastic very interesting all right moving on let's talk about uh yeah this is a curious deal h cube smart clothing startup raising 180k uh, from archangel venture so I thought it was interesting because it was a cool deal in terms of product. It's a, it's pretty much a, it's it's an awesome product. It's basically a, a smart T-shirt that is tracking metrics in your body, uh, heartbeat, uh, effort. So you have a lot of data points, and that's uh, that's probably the future of clothing in some way. Uh, so I think it also gets uh, stress levels and uh, a lot of different like elements. So it's uh, the, the, the future of fashion, if you will. And uh, the other elements was this uh, um, accelerator, which I didn't know, Archangel uh, Adventure. I was not familiar with it. Um, basically what they're doing, they're really um, building product and launching them with a venture mentality. So it's really like pre-seed and seed, uh, mostly. And um, it, it feels like it's very much hardware oriented. So a lot of uh, a lot of uh, uh, AI elements, and uh, yeah, definitely like a good uh, a good way to follow the investment from really the beginning phase to um, I would say a first investment sort of phase. So that's uh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, I don't have much to add here. So uh, yeah. it's a yeah, yeah. small bit into this uh, pre-seed startup. Uh, I find it interesting in terms of product. Uh, the idea that the patch can be removed and change yep. on, on a different shirt is, I mean, a uh, sensible approach, probably. Yep. Uh, we'll see when, when it comes to markets. Uh, exactly. Exactly. So moving on, let's talk about Ulixis Capital Partners uh, announcing Argo3 New Seed Fund uh, with a goal of uh, final closing up to 10 million euros. Uh, I thought it was good because I was looking into actually the structure of uh, Ulixis Capital Partners. Um, I like the fact that they're doing microfunds. So they started really small, uh, but really precise in terms of investment thesis. So the first funds were only 250k, the other one was less than a million, and now they're, they're pushing it. And uh, well, first of all, good jobs on the fact of kind of moving forward, because I believe this is an investment holding. So they're structuring it not as an SGR or a classic uh, European fund. So it's a, um, sort of a very laser focused vehicle. So, so I thought it was, uh, it was a cool way to proceed. Very, very specific, very, very good for the ecosystem even. It's an, an additional player. Mm -hmm. And I have to add that the, the founders of this, uh, this holding are very young. 
Uh, mm. so they're all, they're almost kids that started oh, wow. uh, really? this place holding initially, uh, and then they uh, expanded expanded uh, by launching also an investment sidecar that's that became Solixus. Uh, so the so tip of the hats to to, to these guys for um, uh, achieving these results, being so young. Ah, fantastic. So this place is basically they do advisory for startups. That's the idea. Exactly. exactly. I see. I see. How long have they been, they've been active? Like, I... They've been around for a few years. Oh, uh, wow. Oh. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. It looks like they definitely did a bunch of uh, excellent work. They, Very if interesting. You take a look, if you take a look at the team, you will see yeah. how <laughs> high schoolers how they are or they look. Oh, definitely. That's cool. That's good. Good, good, uh, good model. Good player. Definitely something that uh, it is needed as well for people that uh, maybe have an idea but are not, uh, you know, into the the startup mindset. So that's cool. And the fact that they actually have good connection also with uh, uh, investors and family offices uh, in general. That's definitely like a plus for sure. So awesome. All right, Nick. Let's end up the session with a very interesting thing that you mentioned, the state of crypto report from our best friends at Andreessen Horowitz. Uh, so I thought it was very, very interesting because of course, uh, these articles especially feature some of the main names uh, of Andreessen Horowitz who are working in crypto. First of all, Chris Dixon, one of the, the, the leading, I would say, minds behind all the investment strategy of Andreessen and uh, yeah awesome takeaways in terms of uh, you know how, where the market is going and how it is evolving so this is more of a shout out for people to check it out uh, have a nice read and uh, see how actually web3 is better in all possible sense than web2 so that's a that's a very interesting article yeah uh, just to give some more flavor the just raised a new crypto fund, actually two crypto funds awesome. uh, coupled together for a total of more than four billion dollars. Unbelievable. Four billion. Uh, and I believe uh, of the two, the seed one is like one billion and a half. I said billion. Um, I Then uh, they already invested a lot in that free. So I am not surprised that in these market conditions that publishing the report saying, hey, Check out Web3 because Web3 is cool. I'm not surprised. Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, but uh, to, to be fair, this is probably a good moment since FI is you know cooling down after the recent events. Uh, this is a good moment to uh, go back to study and uh, checking the fundamentals, understanding what's the opportunity, what's the future uh, yeah. around Web3. That is a good starting point. Totally, totally. What's here to stay, what's not here to stay. And I, my feel is that they've been, I mean, in the past maybe two years, they've been some of the major source of professional content on, on Web3, blockchain, uh, across the internet, I would say. I, I mean, they're probably one of the major research spots for someone that wants to dig into Web3 for sure. So awesome, awesome job. All right, Nick, thank you so much for the, the session. Great insights, uh, as always. And uh, uh, I'll see you and everybody next week. Thank you, Jack. Thank you for hosting. It was a pleasure and see you in a week.